Hey, what's up? This is AK, and you are now tuned into another episode of the Turntables Podcast. Um, I just want to apologize because I am not recording this at my usual time and day. Um, it is Wednesday, April 8th, and I am recording this now. And yeah, so just want to apologize. Uh, life stuff got on the way, got distracted, but you know, we back on it. Anyway, uh, first and foremost, uh, even though I know this is being done on a Wednesday, this will not be covering any of the news or new music that came out this week. This will all be covering last week's topics and last week's news. All right. But without further ado, um, I do want to say uh, congratulations uh, to the late, great Kobe Bryant. He will be um, initiated into the Naismith Hall of Fame. And I know this isn't really considered hip hop news, but, you know, um, this is somebody who has always been a fan of the culture, has always been in, a part of the culture. Uh, so I just want to give my flowers, give him his flowers, even though he's not here anymore. But still, uh, congratulations to Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace, and I hope he's sleeping well right now. Um, but yeah, on to other news. Uh, first things first, uh, Playboy Cardi over the weekend was arrested on gun and drug charges. Um, yeah, it was wild. Uh, according to WXL Magazine, um, he was picked up at a Clayton County, um, and while the police were searching his vehicles, they reportedly found three guns, twelve bags of marijuana, Xanax, codeine, and oxycodone. Um, and a friend, or not a friend, or rather an associate, I, w- I would say, of Paper Cardi's, allegedly, uh, was arrested. Um, so yeah, uh, thankfully he was able to get out within a few hours. Um, you know, hopefully, it's always. Good to just I hope that our rappers could avoid any situations like this, you know. Um, like it, it's 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 rough, it's uh, it, it hurts, you know what I mean. But hopefully, you know, they can we, we, we can avoid stuff like this. But thankfully, Cardi's free, he's back home, and that's the good thing. Um, Cardi B is out here donating about 20,000, 20k. Uh, to all those being affected, to my bad, New York uh, health workers um, due to the coronavirus fiasco. So I just want to say a big shout out to her, a big thank you to her. Uh, didn't have to be done, didn't have to do it, but she's still doing it anyway. Uh, like I said, uh, uh, you know, last week, we all need to do our part, you know, to stay together, to take care of each other during this whole corona thing. You know, so it's good to see uh, somebody like her stepping up, using her platform for the right, for the right reasons, for the right things. And yeah, it's just, it's just looking all looking up from here, you know what I mean? And it's good to see. Um, some other, in some, uh, my bad, in some more new news, uh, Young Thug and Chris Brown have decided, or my bad, not the same decided, have announced that they are working on a joint um, mixtape or joint project together. Um, that's dope. It's exciting. Uh, I, w- I want to see it. Point blank. You know, I want to see it. <laughs> that's about it. Um, next up, uh, it, it, this is kind of a sad news, but it, it does involve uh, a rapper. Um, this is an NBA young boy in which uh, his girl, his girlfriend, uh, who happens to be the daughter of a uh, my bad. Uh, is it happens to be the daughter of Floyd Mayweather, uh, reportedly stabbed, um, NBA young boy's uh baby mother, 
So, yeah, uh, sad news. Uh, Could have been easily avoided. Um, hopefully, these things get straightened out quick. These three things get straightened out soon. Um, because it's, it's, it's really sad and it, it really hurts just seeing this. You know what I mean? Uh, violence is never the answer. So, hopefully, things can change. And, uh, yeah, as always, within the past few weeks, uh, news has been a lot, um, mainly because of the whole corona thing. Everybody's inside. Not a lot of stuff is going on. But, yeah, so outside of the news, let's head straight into the music. And uh, first things first, let's start with Future, who released the single uh, Tycoon. And uh, I'm going to give this one a, a mid, you know, but an extremely, let me just say, high mid. Because the song was enjoyable, however, it didn't really grab me or stand out. It wasn't something like... Life is good. The uh, track we previously released with Drake, in which immediately it it grabbed you, right? This song, um, good song, enjoyable song, but nothing that really grabbed me yet. So, you know, uh, hopefully in the next single will be a little bit better, you know. But like I said, overall lyrics still the same thing. Beats, trap beats, very good production, but didn't really grab me. Um, next again, another single. And like I said, it wasn't really that much music. It uh, wasn't even this much music this week. But uh, another single was uh, Drake. And he released his highly anticipated single, To See Slide. And this one, I'm going to give a mid. But again, uh, it's an enjoyable song. Very enjoyable song. Um, and it's this one kind of has a formula. Um, for those who don't know about TikTok and the whole challenges going crazy like the Renegade or the... Savage Challenge, we're making a stallion song, Savage. You know, a lot of these uh, songs now are being used for TikTok. And Drake kind of said, you know what, I'm going to hop in that rave. Or let me be the first one to start that rave, rather. Uh, I mean, so he created a 2C Slide, which is pretty much just a, a song for a TikTok dance. And it's working. You know, so it's good to see that um, that his plan is, work, is, is working. But again, this is clearly like, you know, it's pretty much like a Formula A single. He knew what he was doing. He knew how he was trying to approach it, and he created a formula for it. So because of that, it does kind of sound, doesn't really sound, let me not say authentic, but more like Lab May, more than it was just created. But I will say it is, like I said, an enjoyable song. Didn't really grab me, but I think it's going to stand well for the purpose it's supposed to do. So anyway, uh, big shout out to Drake. Um, next up is, uh, the albums. I'm gonna start with, uh, not bad, with, uh, Thundercats, It Is What It Is, and this one, uh, this one was a mid, too, uh, it's really enjoyable, uh, it's pretty much, uh, R&B, jazz, you know, soul-type sound, um, and Thundercat is very unique in that, and it, it sounds, it sounds great, honestly, but again, like I've been saying with the past few songs, nothing really... Stood out and grabbed me, and I think that was a really, a really big thing about it. Nothing stood out and grabbed me. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, in the future, I don't know. Like uh, the the music this week just hasn't been the same as the past few weeks, you know. Um, but Thundercat himself though has always done great work. Always done a great job. I was a fan of his last project more than this one. Um, but it does have some standouts. Uh, Black Quail. 
with Steve Lacey and I think Steve Arlington, is that how you say it? Was a good one. Um, Dragon Ball Durag is a favorite of mine. It's Fair Chance with Tidal Sound and Little B is also pretty good. But uh, also King of the Hill as well. I, I love that a lot. But yeah, that's that was pretty much it. Again, nothing really stood out to me too crazy. Um, next album, uh, Rod Wave, uh, Pray for Love. This one, uh, this is actually my first time listening to a Rod, uh, Rod Wave project. So I was, honestly, I would say thoroughly uh, surprised. Uh, the music is good. Song structure is good. Beat selection is good. Um, he's he's one of those melodic type rappers where, yeah, he can rap. But he'll definitely, like, sing sing a lot on beat. So he reminds me a lot of uh, Kevin Gates uh, with, with that. Uh, and that that's the same type of style and lane he's in with that music. Um, overall though, uh, I'm gonna give it a mid. <laughs> I know I've been giving a lot of mids out, uh, today, but honestly, again, nothing really grabbed me too crazy, but again, I will say it is enjoyable, and it is something that will make me be like, you know what, I'm gonna go check him out, I'm gonna go back, but, uh, first of all, some songs that I liked, uh, I remember, you know, Weakness, uh, Girl of My Dreams, even the first track, Pay For Love, was a good one for me too. You know, so uh, again, you know, there's big shadows to Rod Wave. You know, I think he, I don't know, this is his debut. I, I know this is, like I said, my first project I learned from him, but it was a solid, solid overall project. Um, next album, this is an R&B album by uh, Kiana Le- uh, Lee or Lede. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but this one is called Kiki. And yo, this one I'm gonna give a, I'm gonna give a classic. Very good R&B. I enjoyed it a lot. Chopper, Ari Lennox, Second Chances with Black. And a quick side note, I just want to say a lot of, I'm a paraphrase or I'm a flip Drake's line. Uh, everything's nowadays sounding like Drake featuring Drake. And I'm going to say this. A lot of R&B songs now are sounding like Black featuring Black. But Six Black is, my Six Black. Black, that's my bad. Black has always been killing it on the features and making the songs his own. And a lot of times, those songs he be killing just become his now. And it, it just, through the sound, through, it, through how he kills it, it becomes his now. And I think Second Chances was one of those songs. But I, aside from that, though, very enjoyable. Um, this Girl Got It, you know. Um, another song I like was Good Girl with Coltrane. Uh, for those who don't know, Coltrane is a UK artist. Very dope, you know. So uh, this is something I would highly recommend for those who love R&B. Check it out. Kiana Ladid. Or laid on the day. I, again, I apologize if I am not getting it right. Did a very good job. Uh, you all will enjoy it. You all enjoy it. So, like I said, um, I'm giving this track a, a classic. I'm giving this record a classic. Um, I didn't know what's crazy too. I almost forgot. There's actually a few more songs that came out, and and I want to apologize for that. But the ones I did forget were, they're April, and uh, Cayendo. And these both of these songs came out by Frank Ocean. Now, I'm gonna say this: "Dear April," I'm gonna give a classic. I enjoyed it. I'm a, I actually thoroughly and enjoy you know uh, acoustic songs. This one and Kenya were both acoustic, but I just enjoyed this one more. It got me in my bag a little more, got me in my feelings a little more. Um, you know what I mean? Like this this song by him is is exactly what it is. Um, about love, about relationships, about things maybe could have been better at one point. So, yeah, it's one of those tracks that got me in my bag, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, as for his Frank Ocean's other track, Cayendo, 
uh, I will I will have to give it a mid. Um, it wasn't really something that you know really grabbed me like that. Um, I don't want to say I think it was dope that he did uh, sing it in both in English and Spanish. Um, if I don't know the Spanish, it was it did sound good, and I did like that. So big shout out to him. I think he did a great job with that. But again, I'm gonna give their April the classic. Kayendo the mid. I'm sorry, Frank, but you know, yeah. I, I won't say though, it doesn't get me excited for new Frank music. And uh, considering right now in Corona time, yeah, I, I just, I just, I'm just wondering right now. I wonder if we're gonna ever gonna get it because I know touring and other stuff isn't really where it's gonna be again anymore because of this coronavirus stuff. Um, so hopefully we will get some new music soon. Um, the people needed uh, just to get through the times right now, but yeah. And uh, next single is done by uh, the baby Find My Way, and this one I like a lot. Um, I won't say a classic, but I will give a mid. You know, even though I do like it a lot. Uh, like I said, it is good. It's enjoyable, and it's a stretch up from that you would normally get from the baby. You know what I mean? It, it it doesn't sound like bop or or sugar or any of that stuff. This is more like an R and B. Let me not say R and B. Well, R and B film, R and B influence track. If um for any of you guys uh who's familiar with um the baby's earlier work, mixtapes like Baby Jesus Five, he has a track there called Usher. This reminds me a lot of it, um, but the same feel. You know what I mean? So I think that's good. But overall, like I said, I'm I I will give the the record a mid, but it's it's a high mid. You know, it's enjoyable. I liked it. Um, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much it. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, but it just wasn't something that I can truly say from the bottom of my heart. Yeah, this grabbed me like that. This was a classic. I'm sorry, this it just wasn't it. But again, it's enjoyable. I will say that. Um, Tory Lanez dropped another new song, "Who Needs Love." Eh, mid don't got too much to say about it. It it just it sounds like uh a lot of other Tor- a lot of other Tory Lane songs, you know what I mean? But other than that, uh yeah, it, 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 it's it's the formula. It's the classic Tory Lane's formula. Um is it's gonna be enjoyed by a lot of people who like him, but honestly I just I just can't see it. Uh, I haven't been a fan of a lot of, of a lot of his recent singles lately, uh, for the new Toronto three. So, um it doesn't really have me so excited for his new project, but hopefully, you know, when a project does come out, uh, things maybe sound better in the whole concept of the album than it does separately, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, and uh, finally, there's actually an album that I think came out two weeks ago, but was recently brought to my attention this week, but I just want to highlight it and uh, give us his praise. Um, it's called Reasonable Drought by Stove God Cooks. Reproduction by uh, Rock Marciano. And yo, this one I'm gonna give a classic. Straight up. Straight up. For those of you who like Griselda, you know, Rock, Rock Marcy himself, you know, like that, like that gritty feel, that gritty old NY sounding rap, that boom bap type stuff, uh, that gritty rap. This is one of it right here, man. This guy can spit, still got cooks, even the name alone. This, you know, got me, hooked me in. He can cook, uh, he he has bars for days. Um, some of my favorites, honestly, Break the Pyrex, Gloria Blemente, Lava Lamp, John Starks, Cocaine Cologne. Like he got a lot of tough stuff that I like. 
And, you know, everything, even the best part about it is not a long album. It's short. It's concise. But it gets to the point. It's just 12 tracks, about 40 minutes. It's dope. And this one, like I said, a classic. I would recommend this one for Lord knows how long, man. I just keep recommending it. I say go check it out. Very good album. If you're a fan of Griselda and all them stuff, you will truly, truly, truly enjoy it. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much all it is for music. That's pretty much all it is for music. And, um, so, yeah, so now for the discussion, um, it's pretty much going to be what's gonna, supposed to transpire on Sunday. So, as you, I've been saying for the past few weeks, uh, there have been DJ, not my bad, not DJs, artists, artists, songwriters, producers have been doing catalog battles, you know. So, producers go up against each other for who had uh, the biggest... Who produced the biggest hit records, you know? Um, songwriters go up against each other's bit. Who wrote the biggest hit records, you know? Rappers or artists going against each other between who has the biggest records. So this has been going on uh, for the past few weeks recently due to this whole coronavirus situation. Well, on Sunday, um, two of probably some of the biggest hit makers of all time uh, decided that, oh, we're going to do a battle. It was going to be Babyface and Teddy Riley. However, things quickly changed. Yes, Babyface and Teddy Riley were supposed to do their uh, catalog battle on IG Live um, that Sunday. However, at the last minute, it got canceled and Teddy Riley pulled out. So now, eventually, uh, it was revealed that Teddy Riley pulled out because they wanted to put it on a better platform, be able to make their own type of money off of it because as you guys know well know this has been getting a lot of views crazy views everybody's tuning in and honestly Babyface and Teddy Riley was actually one of the biggest battles that people were clamoring for asking for even begging for but really the whole point of this is Teddy Riley decided look it's cool and all to do an IG live yeah bet but honestly let's try and do it on a better platform a platform that yeah where people can make money, where it can, where it will be done better for the culture. And I think this discussion really is about, is it really better for the culture? You know, um, I know a lot of t- people, especially online, on social media, were arguing about this as they felt that Teddy Riley took the fun out of it. You know, um, I think one of the best things that was so good about these IG Live catalog battles was that, honestly, it was organic and it was authentic, you know. Uh, and the fans really had a big, vital decision-making in it, you know. They said, oh, look, this is who we want. Uh, this is who needs to go up against each other. You know what I mean? Um, and, yeah, I mean, look, even prime example, the other last, sometime last week, um, it was supposed to be Scott Storch and T-Pain up against each other for who had the biggest hits, you know. A lot of fans on the time on on Twitter, on IG, or over social media were complaining. Like, look, it won't be a fair battle. Scott Storch got too many hits for T Pain. It's gonna be a massacre. Now, even though T Pain was with it, the people who were running the battles, uh, who were sitting up them, who was a uh, Swiss Beast and Timberland, decided, you know what? That's right. Let's find somebody who, who again, no disrespect to T Pain, will be a much more worthy opponent. It's intended to be Manny Fresh. So you see what I'm, I'm, what I'm getting at here? There is 
control within the fan base. The fans can have a valid say. The people are listening to them and people are hearing them, you know. Um, and just right now, the fans are complaining because it feels like their voices now aren't being heard. Um, but I will say that some of the benefits of IG Live, like I said before, is that, you know, the IG Live vibes feel more authentic. The fans have a bigger say. It's a community because it's, you know, an IG Live. You can comment on it. People are commenting, having fun, throwing jokes. It's a whole community thing, and it's fun, it's organic, and honestly, the fans love it. Now, the issue that a lot of fans have with it now is that if I Teddy Riley saying, look, let's take it off IG Live, let's put it on a bigger and better platform, the fans feel that right now, their voices aren't being heard, and now the fun and authenticness is being taken out of it. You know, they feel that now, Teddy Riley is doing it only from a monetary standpoint, not really caring about what they believe to be the culture, or doing it for the culture, rather. You know, Teddy Riley, on the other hand, believes, look, I have all these songs, I have ownerships on a lot of these songs, let me get my bread. And he feels that, you know, there's a lot of money that's, that is missing that could be made. And I think he has a valid point, you know what I mean? Uh, honestly, I think both sides have a truly valid point. Uh, when it comes to whether it's fair or not, uh, I think Teddy Riley has his right to say, you know what, let's put it on a bigger platform. You know, it, it's his songs. Uh, he does, he, he probably does feel like, look, I need to get paid for this some way, somehow. I'm playing my records. Uh, thousands upon thousands of people are listening to them right now as we playing them, as we battle. Uh, we should be able to profit from this. We should be able to make some type of monetary value and gain off of this. And I respect it and I understand it. Um, one big thing that's been, especially in hip-hop recently and over the past few years, is ownership, is owning and control. And in this case, Teddy Riley wants to own and control, uh, wants to own and control, you know, his music, was on a control how it's put out to the masses and how people would interact with it during this beat battle. And it makes total and complete sense. You know, from the fans point of view, the, the fans point of view also makes total complete sense. Uh, there's something that can't be matched, you know, with, uh, I don't know what that's, that's the rest of the word I'm looking for. It's, it's not originality, but you know, just maybe I think it's uh, spontaneity, you know, that's what a lot of these beat battles were. You know, there's something that can't be mastered. That there's a there's a community, there's a feeling that's so authentic, that's so real, that's so raw. That honestly, real to me, truly is the culture. And I understand. You know, hip hop has been taken advantage of so many times. It's been pimped out so many times. The people that is not even within the culture. You know, and a lot of times people are are wary of that, or are worried about that. You know, and tend to be you know, tend to hold on to things with a tight fist and a tight grip. You know. And I think it's the situation here is that because Teddy Riley understands and knows the, the history of the music business, he feels that, you know, he can't get that tight grip if he just lets it happen on IG Live. And, I, and it's fully understandable. Uh, I was like, as again, like I said, the fans also feel like, look, there's something organic about this, there's something real about this, there's something raw about this that's so enjoyable, that's so fun, that we can communicate with each other, that we can communicate with you guys and let you guys know that what we're liking, what we're listening to. You know, and, and, and the fans feel proud of that. And like I said, I think that both have a valid arguments to be made. Both are honestly, I think, thinking of it as the best way that they feel possible, you know. Um, my personal point of view, uh, I think I'm leaning a little bit more towards the side of the fans. Uh, 
I like I said, I understand Teddy uh Teddy Riley's reasoning for doing it, I understand Teddy Riley uh like wants and all that stuff, but again, just as a fan of the music, just as a fan that's watching, joining those lives, being able to see and interact with uh with the artists and the people, it's something that just can't be be mastered recreated on any platform. You know, I know people are saying, Oh, you can take it to title. Uh, sure, Tidal does a very great job And a big shout out to Tidal They do always have a great job with the live streamings They did it for Kobe Kobe's funeral, they did it uh, Memorial service, I mean They did it for Nipsey's funeral They did it for uh, the concerts Like I Made in America Or Tidal X Or their Crown Series Tidal is, is a big platform for this music stuff However, what something Tidal does lack Is, you know, IG's live commenting feature you can comment on it and I, I live as it goes on, as it's happening, you know. That, and that honestly is a big part, a big aesthetic of these, uh, of these catalog battles. And by taking that away, you're losing a big, big essence of, of what it was. This was honestly something that, hey, look, man, we, we're inside, ain't doing nothing. Let's get the fans something that they'll enjoy. Let's get the fans something that they will love, you know. And that's what it is. And, and to me, like, yeah... Again, like I said, I get it, but honestly, artists have done things for the fans during this this entire uh, quarantine period, you know, without the need to get bread from it, you know. And I feel bad for saying it that way in the sense that, you know, I don't want, look, quote Wale, I rooted for everybody black. Wale and Issa, I rooted for everybody black, you know what I mean? So I always want them to win, I always want them to get their money and get their coins. But again, as a fan, it's just something that just can't be recreated. Just can't be recreated, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, hopefully, I think Teddy Riley can, you know, truly come to a decision, you know what I mean? Um, but and if he does come to a decision, hopefully, I do hope that it's done within IG Live and kept within IG Live. If he feels that he needs to make some bread off it, hey, look, man, get some sponsors, you know, have them, have them pay you and, and babyface. I don't care, I would love that, but I would rather it still stay. And the IG Live platform, you know what I mean? Um, if you want IG to sponsor it, you know, go ahead. I think try and get that back. I think it's possible. I think it can be done. I think it should be done if you want to do it that way, you know. But if you're talking about taking it off the IG Live platform and putting it on a different platform, then now there is going to be an issue. Because, again, like I said, it won't be the same. The authenticity is gone and all that stuff. And even to me, another a big fear of mine is, Let's say you do get IG Live to, you know, sponsor or, you know, say, look, we're going to put this up. We're going to give you money for it. Now, again, comes your corporate meddling. How much is IG Live, is, is Instagram or, or, or the Facebook, the parent company, going to interfere in this? How much are they going to want to get people's information or data? You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of variables. There's a whole bunch of factors. There's a whole bunch of everything that's really, that, that, that really just can't be accounted for, you know? But, yeah. Again... I'm this one I'm on the side of the fans. Honestly, I honestly and I honestly hope Teddy Riley can come up with something, can come to something, some agreement, something that can be done, you know. But yeah. Uh anyway, I just wanna say is thank you guys for listening. Sorry that this is a late recording. Sorry that, you know, this is dropping so late in the first place. Yeah, this is on me. I'll do better. Uh but yeah. Anyway, like I've been saying for the past few weeks, you know, keep yourself safe from this coronavirus deal. Uh, wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. I'm getting my Dr. Uma on. Wash your hands, you know. Uh, wash your hands. Please do practice social distancing. Um, 
you know, let's keep everybody safe. Um, and again, to all all the people, to all to all the anybody that's donating, trying their best to help out. Um, big shout out to you guys. You guys are appreciated. To all the healthcare workers, thank you. You guys are appreciated. All the delivery uh, workers, delivery drivers, thank you. You guys are appreciated. To anybody that has to be going out here working, either just to get make sure they they still have some place to live. To still have you know get a check or is working because they are essential worker and they're helping us out and they're keeping us safe. Thank you. And you know you guys are putting your life on the line, but you guys truly are appreciated. You know, um, and there's really nothing else I can say about that. And I hope you guys all stay safe. Hope you guys all take care. Uh, this is AK. This is the Turntables Podcast. I want to thank you guys all for listening. And yeah, we out. Peace. Take care, y'all.